0: Um, Thanks very much. I'm Tracy and I'm an adult child. Um, I feel a bit nervous. I can feel I've got a bit of anxiety and I think that's my perfectionism. Uh, Wanting, I don't know, do I want to do the perfect chair? No, not really, but I guess there's lots of things I probably will want to say and I think it's because I absolutely thoroughly love ACA and I've got so much from ACA. Um, And there is a vulnerability of how much do I share and then often afterwards i might get a bit of a kind of a shame attack but um, i got into 12 step recovery when i was actually really quite <coughs> quite young and because i had an eating disorder so that's a compulsive overeating so that's what got me into 12 step and um, and funny enough sort of doing the aca recovery when i look back at my teen well, my my late no my my teens i just see why absolutely why I completely overate from such a young age and and I can see because of the trauma that I had um, as a child and um, which kind of really where a lot of my ACA stuff comes from um, so yeah I got into 12-step um, and I, I did stop drinking alcohol I went to AA I'd say that alcohol for me is right down list of my addictions and my compulsions but at the time anyway So I went to sort of AA to really hear the program and really to understand really actually um recovery um I also then probably like most people on the call then I went to DA then I went to SLAR, COSA, Al-Anon, WA (laughs) you name it Um, I have done a lot of the different 12-step fellowships and I've done a lot of the um steps and they have all been really fantastic at learning about my relationship with with, with, with that. Um, sorry, there's a background noise. And um, a lot of, with my relationship with money, with food, with um, a romantic relationship, or, or whatever that kind of almost um, and work and busyism, particularly around my busyism, and um, and so. Yeah, so so that was that was kind of really what I how I see it, and I and you know I got a lot of recovery through that time, a huge amount, and actually, back in two thousand and three, is really when I started to um, start to do the inner child work. Um, I went on quite a number over a years workshops that was very much related to inner child and developing my loving parent so reparenting myself so i was very much introduced to the sort of that concept um quite early in recovery and it was really when i had a relationship another i should say a relationship breakdown that um an ace because i went to aca a long time ago which is which now the fellowship is exceptionally different to what it was back then and so i, I didn't go and then and then it sort of almost this boom happened in ACA a lot of my friends were starting to get into ACA so that's when I can't remember how many years ago now maybe five five plus years ago um, I got into ACA and in that time I've done I did the 12 steps I'm currently doing the trait book and I feel when I read the big red book um I literally felt like I've never read a book that could describe me as much as that red book did describe and it was literally like, gosh, everything I've been doing is all is all here, and I just just knew instantly that I felt very at home in ACA. And you know, kind of what what was my experience? So I am a middle child, second girl. I my thought processes started very early in my life that I wasn't wanted. Um, my mum was desperate for a boy, which was my young my brother, youngest, and. There is a lot of favoritism in my family that was directed at my sister and my brother, but not at myself. So I started to have thought processes that I wasn't enough and I wasn't wanted and I was unlovable. And that pretty much, I would say, started the moment that I was born. My dad didn't want children and I knew that from a very young age that I wasn't wanted. And he did he did admit it um, later on when I had a bit of a heart-to-heart with him. And... Um, I come from a very very emotionally unavailable family um, my dad's a workaholic his dad is an alcoholic and his grandfather was an alcoholic so the transgenerational trauma of being passed down the addiction was absolutely in my father's line and um, and my father was very scary I was very frightened of him he was he's he never touched me, but he, it was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of anger, there was a lot of fear. Um, I didn't meet to his expectations um, at all as a person. I failed dismally at school, at, well, failed at pretty much anything I put my hand to, and um, I had a learning disorder, uh, sorry, uh, a, well, a dyslexia, so I didn't do very well at school, so my confidence was extremely low, and And my dad is a high achiever. So that that didn't go too well together. And my family, positive affirmation was never given um, any form of positive regard, physical affection, nurture, comfort was just not available in, in, in the house. And so I took all of that as... I am completely defective, especially seeing my brother and my sister getting different treatment from various different caregivers. Um, and so my self-esteem, my shame of who I was, you know, shame is very much there's something wrong with me. And that, yeah, that, that kicked in from a very early age. And by the time I got to the age of about 14 and my eating disorder was well and truly um, full flight, And I had a lot of body issues, Um, you know, and I feel deeply, deeply sad when I, gosh, I can feel even the grief around the level of self-hatred that I had at that point in my life. And just wanting no one anywhere near me, having no understanding what connection, human connection really was, how to be in relation with others how to, just no understanding of compromise. Me me and my siblings, you know, we were always set up against each other, not about how we are siblings together. And by the time I was a teenager, I was enraged. I was so angry. And a lot of that was directed at my father. My mother was very competitive, so she always had to be the better one. Um, and so I thought I was fat, ugly, there was nothing about me that anyone could possibly want to be with me. So so it was a horrendous, horrendous emotional place that I, I was at. And um, like I say, thank God, I found recovery incredibly early because I did start working on understanding myself my relationship with the world and started to you know i started to learn that i could you know that that i could be abundant with money and so i started to take self-care in that sense i started to take self-care in the way that i treated myself around food i started to take you know understanding self-care in many different forms but with um but with with um, so, oh, sorry, with the repair parenting I should say, side, I um, that for me is just on another level. And for me, ACA is about mending um, the relationship with myself. It's a relationship with me. And it's about how I really started to understand this total detachment I had with myself. So my family are incredibly avoidant. I'm very avoidant, or can be very avoidant, and I I was just so detached from from me, you know. Like if anyone in the past, not now, but if anyone said, "How do you feel?" I mean, I just wouldn't even know what that meant. Um, whereas now, I, you know, I'm a very fully fully feeling person. Um, but it's taken a long time to get to know who I am and then that relationship with my inner child. And it's like, I can really feel her today. I can really feel and I can nurture. So I I can give, I give a lot to myself now of what I didn't get. And one of the mass controls that I, I have in my life or what well, I have, but I have exceptionally had is what can I do? to ensure I'm not abandoned. And the control that I've had. So for me, like, so I look at trauma in the flight, fight, freeze and fawn. I look at it like that. So when I get a trigger, what do I do? So with friendship, because I focused a lot on my friendships because I didn't have any family supportive system and I didn't have any parent or or adult that was looking out for me. I very much attached myself to friendships. But I very much was incredibly codependent with friends, do anything just so I wouldn't be abandoned. And when I first started dating men in, in recovery, I was very late to the dating scene. I, um, you know, it was one of those situations I would run quicker before they could, you know, reject me because it was I was not ready to experience and feel and heal from the fear of abandonment. And... What well, something happened? Like so, basically, I was out with somebody, and they they ended up fin- finishing that relationship. And I had never known pain um, of an ending of that relationship. And I I probably was out for about two and a half years, where the shame was just excruciating, just to be myself, um, to be in a room, to be anywhere. The I was so traumatized by that. I mean, I literally cried probably for nearly two years constantly. And at the time that that happened, I wasn't really aware of my f- level of the fear of abandonment that I had. And, um, and there's something in my, I guess, psyche or whatever is I like to, I don't, but I obviously do like to recreate the situation because I'm so used to abandonment because it happened to me so young. And it was continuous throughout my childhood. I keep recreating that. So I, I I'm not in a romantic relationship, and they have all fa- ended. And they, and each time a guy has rejected me, I have almost peeled the next layer of the layer of the onion of my fear of abandonment and all the history that goes with with that abandonment, and. Um, you know at times it feels life-threatening and that is what I've run from my whole life and protected myself is not to not to feel that abandonment and and not to re-experience those feelings and kind of I think I said at the beginning it's like now I understand why I acted out with food and all the other addictions because the pain of feeling that abandonment is just a little body couldn't feel that Little child, there's no way they could ever feel that level of abandonment without shutting their body down in some way. Um, and I very much use food from a very, very young age to gain comfort and um, and, and love really for myself. So so through these experiences, I've really learned to reparent myself, to love myself, to give myself the parenting that I never got to heal myself and to be with those feelings and to work through those feelings and to understand. And one of the things that ACA has really given me is this real understanding, which took me a long time to get to, is that my my parents were just as traumatised as I'm traumatised. And they, unfortunately, didn't get any self help. They didn't get any help. It's literally the pass down of, of the of the generation. And I um, I would not have wanted to say this ten years ago, but they didn't do it on purpose. But my inner child, my my trauma tells me that basically they were out to get me. You know, that's how I see how I saw the world. Um, and so, it's you know, it really has been a journey of. You know, feeling that shame, knowing I've knocked the shame. Especially when I get triggered, I can go into that shame, but I have much better tools to be able to not hold the shame and and know that this is the trigger, and this is my chart, this is my past, this is not today, and it's not happening today, and uh, and that whatever has triggered me, like I had one last week with somebody at work, and. You know, it I I went into it and I kind of, you know, did some step work around it, I did some sharing around it, I did some reparenting around it, telling my child that this isn't her, this isn't personal, um, you know, really, really loving myself, but it's quite hard when I'm in that level of shame to parent myself. But when I came through it, I actually ended up having a conversation with the person this week and it was Gosh, that's gone so quickly. Thank you. Um, Which was amazing. It was like I really engaged with the conversation. I engaged to work it through with her. And it was a fantastic conversation. I wouldn't have done that not that long ago because I would have been so terrified of abandonment that I wouldn't have have bothered trying to interact with somebody because I would just assume they wouldn't want me. And that was always my thought process. So I know I've only got five minutes left. So... (laughs) Um, You know for me also being in recovery I was a long time I before ACA never really had a relationship with God like I I always knew that God was there and God was loving but because of my parenting of me I never trusted anyone and um, I never you know I was always on my and I was self-sufficient I mean gosh my whole life has been self-sufficient and I didn't trust anyone or rely on anyone. And it was really good to hear that in the ACA reading, I can't remember if it was in the big red book, that a lot of ACA people do struggle with the higher power. And and that has really helped, has really, really helped me. And even just today, actually, I was having some, today, Wednesday, yeah, therapy, and we were doing some visionary work anyway. And it was amazing because my higher power came in and sat on the bench with me. and as a my loving adult um, with my inner child. And I just was like, wow, you know, I've, I now really do rely on my higher power. It's like, you know, that is my higher self. Um, and my, uh, God supports my loving parent in how I kind of go out to the world. Like if I've got something I find really difficult, instead of going into my traumatized child, I look to God to parent my loving adult, and so I can support my traumatized child. If only that makes sense. And you know that feels such a gift. Um, it really does. And I feel incredibly grateful for ACA. I feel my life. I mean, I can't even compare my life was getting into recovery compared to what it is today. And I, you know, I. I have a really good life today. Yes, it doesn't have everything in it that I would have wanted. Like, I don't have a relationship. I don't have children. But I feel this, not all the time, but I feel this real sense of connection and love towards myself. And that certainly beats wanting a relationship feeling shit. or <laughs> well, being in a relationship and feeling shit about myself, pardon my language. You know, it's like I having that feeling of love, and I've got my own back, and I've got a great support network around me, is, that's, that's like, that's the ultimate, so I'm just having a moment of realizing, that, you know, that is just the ultimate, compared to any of the, yeah, uh, yeah, and, so I'm aware, but today, or oh, making this sound like it's all amazing, of course life is life, but I have a really great relationship with my brother. I'm taking my nieces and nephews away for a holiday on my own next week. I'm so grateful for that relationship now that I have with them that my siblings allow me to parent their kids for a week and I get my child fix. And that probably came out wrong. I don't mean it like that. And I have a really good relationship today with my parents. I mean, I have boundaries around it, completely have boundaries. I'm pretty honest with them today. I'm, I, I'm not so scared of my father. I, I will tell him how I feel about stuff. Like my child is not hanging off of what he thinks of me today or he, she's too, or I'm too scared to say anything because of the fear. It's like I've grown up and I can really hold myself an adult around him today and my mum. And it really has changed the dynamic and the relationship of, of, the, of my relationship with them and it's you know it is absolutely not a relationship that I would want with a parent I would want it to be much more connected open humorous loving caring all those things that I would have loved to have had but it's okay you know they're okay you know they're nice people they're spiritually sick and um yeah but um but I have fun I have a lot of fun with my brother and it it's not that long ago, and I suddenly thought, my God, I finally have a sibling. I finally have a relationship with somebody in my family that I've never felt before. Um, so, yeah, I feel grateful for that today. I feel grateful. Um, I think I'm probably five minutes, or was I already up ages ago? God. No, just come up to the five minutes ah, now. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah. But it's not an easy journey, (laughs) that's for sure. (laughs) So, yeah, thank you very much.